0: Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a Master's of Theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally.
1: Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving
0: through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Good morning, Alexa. Good morning, Kelly.
1: How are you? So good. Wonderful. How about you?
0: I am wonderful today. It's beautiful and I'm blessed. Nice. Um, Today we are continuing our discussion um, on the divine archetypes. We are stepping into the third one, which is your favorite, uh, the divine warrior. Can you talk a little bit um, about why this particular one is such a favorite of yours?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've been channeling angels since age three, and the divine warrior is a very bright, beautiful, angelical being. And I love all of the archetypes, but this is my favorite because I very much relate to the angels and the way that they motivate and help man. Mm-hmm.
0: You also, I know, uh, because of who you are, this one starts bringing in other characters that show up uh, like animals. Can you talk a little bit about what the connection of angels and animals means to you in this warrior practice? Absolutely. So, the animals
1: in this section of the divine archetypes are spirit guides, and they're animal spirit guides. And what happens when we are dealing with animal spirit guides? We are bringing nature into our healing process, and it allows us to have an aspect that we truly, truly understand mm-hmm. because most of humanity absolutely loves animals.
0: Yeah, you um you speak very reverently always about the channeling process and and what comes through you, but you you literally said it was an absolute honor to channel this particular series. Can absolutely. you speak a little bit about that? When I started Chen Li, the divine warrior,
1: I felt like I was making an amazing breakthrough in light. Yeah. The divine mother and the divine father are very much a living consciousness, of course, incredible beings. But the divine warrior, it felt as if this, again, is a piece in my life, my personal life, that I truly understand how we can truly work with these angels to find our greatest path. And I was blown away when this being showed up. This being is a miraculous, incredible being of light, vibrant and living very Mm -hmm. alive.
0: The warrior is an angel. You've talked about again and again, how do you work with your warrior angel personally? I have to watch it because
1: I have that warrior in me, <laughs> I have to watch it, so the divine warrior angelical being has taught us that we stand in the presence like we're present in our in our stature, and when I say that, I mean it teaches us very much to not be afraid, to be brave, <laughs> to understand the personal power and the connection that we have with God, and in my own personal life the divine warrior has helped me understand that I can be a very fearless being faced off with what might be fearful. Mm -hmm. And it's a practice that I have in my own body, Mm -hmm. my own spirit.
0: Yeah. And you taught me just a little bit about it. And I can only imagine like the level that you bring to it because just me stepping my toe into it has just been, it's kind of, been like, whoa! I'm starting to understand potential in such a different way. Um, you talk about the warrior; it's genderless. It's a draw androgynous. Can you talk a it's little bit more about that?
1: The androgynous being is an full embodiment of the male and female, so it is both and it is neither. Mm-hmm. And because it is both and it is neither it allows us to relate to all aspects of our life. And one really strong aspect of the divine warrior growing up is that when we're taught to be fearless, we're not saying not to be fearful of jumping into a pool of crocodiles. I know we've talked about this, but I really want to help people understand the difference here. When we're taught to be, to be fearless, we're taught to understand that we can create all things And we're not stunted in our growth. We don't freeze. We don't have a freezing point. Right. Very unique when you feel
0: fearless with life. You know, you talk about um, the warrior is about working with a young archetype and creating like the balance from a really young age. Can you speak a little bit about like the correlation between youth and warrior? Absolutely. So the warrior in the, in
1: these, in these channeled scripts, the child, we don't know what, what part of us we're pulling from, if it's male or female, only we are going to know that. Mm-hmm. But the warrior comes in with this child when this child is about anywhere from eight to 12 years old. And this child is now learning about how to be incredibly present, how to be incredibly strong, incredibly secure, And let's just say, so I'm 53, let's say that I start doing this work with this anywhere from eight to 12 year old child this year. Mm -hmm. And I have all this time that I have now been able to structure through this child because I've gone back into the past, my past, Mm Does that make sense? Are you understanding that piece?
0: Yes, I do. Can you talk a little bit, like, does this have anything to do with, we talked earlier in the week about the divine mother, um, uh, us thinking that the mother is God up until around age eight. Does, Does this correlate from eight to 12? Does the mother hand off to a sort of a warrior archetype and take it from there? Absolutely.
1: Because mm-hmm. at this point, now the child is dipping its stone into the water of life. Right. And mm-hmm. it's starting to really understand who it is. And this is the piece that allows that child to be present. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. incredibly present.
0: You state within the warrior that time is only a thought. You and I have talked a lot about time so much so that I definitely see a podcast just on time coming up but um like within the warrior you teach that the only warrior um that the warrior archetype teaches us like epic effortless change and that has nothing to do with time can you explain a little bit about um just the effortless effortlessness of that change in regards to time
1: absolutely so go back to that
0: 8 to 12 year
1: old Mm -hmm. and here i am 53 now, I'm going to go into these channel script storytelling, and I'm going to be present with my 8 to 12-year-old child and me. Right. And in these journeys, that 8 to 12-year-old child is going to grow into this 53-year-old woman. And so time is is only the thought of reference of how we believe time works. That is that is what we're looking at, like 40, 41 years of mm-hmm. growth in the time period of maybe five days mm-hmm. or 20 days or however we're going to work these scripts. So time became my belief system,
0: not truly the belief system. Right. And that one was, it's a big time. I mean, I knew time was a construct, but it was really hard to sort of wrap my brain around it until I just dug in and worked with the, and just let the work sort of inform the growth and not bring a log, uh, logistical, or logic to it
1: and what makes the divine warrior script so incredibly special is that when we start off we start off as a child and when we get to the ending script there is an adult present mm-hmm. with uh, its with its with its beings that are walking with it and then again not feeling alone that these scripts make us feel that we are always surrounded and connected to these animal spirits and these
0: angels We talked a little bit just now about the first script, which is epic, effortless change. We talked about the effortless piece of it. Can you talk a little bit about the epic piece of it and what epic could mean just to an individual? It doesn't have to be this huge, giant thing that someone else defines as epic, but it could be a personal epic shift for us individually even if just how we look at something um, which could feel tiny to the world but could be a sea change for us well that's exactly what it is
1: when you have this child that now realizes this other world is a true reality world in its life Mm -hmm. that is an epic introduction When you are going through these scripts, and it's amazing to me, but we're going through these scripts and we meet an angel for the first time. And that moment becomes an epic experience in our lives. That
0: angel is real Mm -hmm. in the stories. And learning to recognize it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Then lesson two takes us into the lessons of the child of the light. And you speak about the journey of um, learning that we are always light within the darkness. Like this archetype teaches us how to be that light when faced with any kind of sad or hard times and sort of being that beacon and not being um, like petrified of the darkness and just just knowing that it'll be there and knowing that we have every tool to be that light and to stay steady. Can you speak a little bit about that? So we are light.
1: We are light. We are bright, beautiful spirits. And and this script, working with this divine warrior, teaches us that our light is so bright. And it can shine through any dark place. And it is also our own guide to lead us out of the darkness. Right. So, we, again, we'll go back to those, the statement of being fearless. When we feel surrounded by, you know, just the heaviness of life, when we turn our light on, we become a fearless light so bright that the heaviness clears itself. We are light. We are light within darkness.
0: Yeah, and I do feel like that subject in itself will also... <laughs> Like peel off into a completely separate podcast um, discussion point because there were there's a lot of things that we've worked through you know especially at this this recent time um, uh, about that and the varying degrees of contrast that has allowed us have allowed us to recognize we definitely are the light <laughs> absolutely. Um, Number three, script three, uh, the channeled script takes us into the great mirror. And this one was a fascinating one for me. And you talk about the mirror of reflection and we're taught that this is how to recognize a reflection, but also how to recognize that brightness and how to stay in our greatest form, regardless of what is raging around us. Um, And it's not about just the light, but about the recognition piece that we just touched on. Can you talk about that? So this allows us to see ourselves
1: for the first time and who we truly, truly are in this, in this child's perspective or now growing up into a, a very young adult, but looking at the reflection of the light and understanding that this is the authentic piece of who I am. And regardless what the world is dishing out to me, my true reflection to self is I am the light and I Mm -hmm. am a divineness and I am fearless and I can create
0: anything. This one I struggled with just from a personal standpoint. Um, uh, It seems like it seemed kind of hard for me to own that true light piece but um it's inevitable in every single one of us it's not as if it's there it's if you step into and own it you have it period so you might as well accept it
1: you have it and you and and in this in this wonderful script we're also addressing the part for who we are mm-hmm. we're bringing in those gifts of who we really are to ourselves and how we reflect to the world. And that is what this one teaches us. Mm
0: -hmm. The next one, we step into the Eagle. And this is the one about personal potential and um, to believe just a little bit more than we originally can first imagine um, where we need to place our thoughts, just like a pushing in a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, because I think a lot of people tend to, um, just say, oh, if I just had this, that would be lovely. That's plenty. Thank you. But that is not what we are here for. We are here to want what we want to push it as far as we possibly can. And then some, can you talk a little bit about like the Eagle and that personal potential? (laughs)
1: So the eagle is another one of our animal spirit guides. And what it does is it allows us to see things much greater than a bird's eye view, but from another perspective of whom we truly are. Mm -hmm. So we're able to see through this that we have this great potential and we need to fly through it. We need to walk through it. We need to run through it. We need to experience, experience it. We need to stand still for it. And we need to recognize that we have it, that mm-hmm. it truly is ours. And the eagle does just that. It shows a sight beyond sight going forward.
0: The eagle touched on um, self-love and the love of others through that bird's eye perspective. Can you expand a little bit about what that bird's eye view does as far as recognizing what self-love looks like and what love for others looks like. I think this
1: script was one of my most favorite because it shows the community. And the community around us, again, is a reflection of whom we are, how we create our communities around us. And, and this one, this, this beautiful child has this grand community of animals and this community is about self-love. There's unconditional energy in every way. Again, going forward, having that bird's eye view and greater because it really is about the greatness here. Mm-hmm. And go, it is. It's about the greatness and going forward. And that bird represents that greatness.
0: And the the correlation between self-love and such an expanded capacity to love others once you start working in that self-love piece was it kind of took my breath away at some points. It made me both weepy um, that I didn't learn this prior or didn't experience it on, at such a depth prior to this. and yet I understand that everything is divine timing. Absolutely
1: self-love. You know, we have so much love for others, but we truly can understand when we start to really have great self-love for self, how we can truly love others mm-hmm. and how deep the, that love for others can be. But we have to have that incredible self-love peace. The angels have always said we are born from a unconditional love into the universal love of man to learn self-love, to then experience special love. Mm -hmm. And this script teaches that.
0: Beautiful. And then the last uh, channeled script that the warrior piece wraps up is called The White Wolf. Again, bringing in this animal spirit. Um, And this one was all about self-trust and relying on your own internal guidance system. Like absolutely relying on it. And it's about... Owning the actual journey that we're on, but also recognizing that no matter what, we're not alone. You, we're just not. Can you talk about a little bit about what that white wolf? Why you feel like the white wolf came in, channeled uh, this way? Well, the
1: the wolf, the wolf in the scripts is one of the companions that this that this child growing into its personal power. Is, is learning as a communion place where this wolf is incredible friendship and companion and is always there. And then the white wolf comes into the story in partnership for this, this other wolf. And it challenges us to recognize that we can have a greater level of love. And it allows us to recognize, it allows us to recognize that we are surrounded by love. Because that child goes from a child with this wolf growing into an adult, and then the wolf has a partner, mm-hmm. and that partner comes back. And so then you're, are you feeling abandoned? Where have you, where's your guidepost for that? And by this point, you recognize no, I'm only allowing greater levels of love into my life than feeling as if something is taken away from me. And this one really challenges us to understand that we have something coming in, not being taken away.
0: Mm -hmm. The warrior was, um, when we first stepped into it and you introduced me to it, I thought it was going to be more of a, like this aggressive, like, go take it, you know? Um, and it was the opposite. It was about shoring up your foundation and self-love and personal empowerment. And that being the warrior piece. Absolutely. My goodness, it was such a great ride. It was Um, a
1: wonderful, wonderful journey with the Divine Warrior. Absolutely mm -hmm. my favorite.
0: Yeah, and then the animals, of course. Mm -hmm. I see very much why it's your favorite. Um, Thank you so much. Tomorrow we are going to jump into the Divine Grand Observer, which was incredibly powerful for me in a very specific way. Um, And so I'm looking forward to um, exploring that. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Talk to you in the morning. Okay, great. Bye-bye. And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, please visit thelanguageofloveandlight.com or... Stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.